to me, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a normal person, but like, I think to others, I, my, I'm so open on my social media about my life and my day-to-day life. I think a lot of people feel like they just know me from social media. And that's another problem. I think that a lot of people see what they see on TV and they just get this idea of me in their head. People think that my sister and I are like the d- dumber than rocks from what they've seen on on TV. And like, I think even on social media, you just get, you assume by looking at my photos, you just assume that you know me or stuff like that. So social media is, it's, it's an up and down roller coaster for me. I always am like, I quit. I don't want to do it anymore. I'd rather just like Mm -hmm. go private and just like, or just delete it altogether. But ultimately it's, um, it's my job and, and I love it. I knew what I was signing up for when I signed up for the bachelor. It's kind of what I wanted, but I, he had no idea who I was. And I think he, he said that he was, when I DM'd him, he was a little hesitant to respond. What gets us through this crazy hockey journey is our amazing community of women. Inspired by our online network, Breaking the Ice is a platform created to connect us even more as we share our stories, our passions, our tips, tricks, do's and don'ts for all things hockey, and so much more. For hockey expats, by hockey expats. So lace them up and tune in for a new episode every Wednesday. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am currently recording this pre-segment on a Friday night. We have a home game tonight and the girls aren't allowed to go. So (laughs) it is just me and the dogs. We are going to make some soup. And by we, I mean me. And I decided to set up our Christmas tree because it's 2020. And honestly, all rules go out the window and it makes me happy and it makes me feel cozy. So I decided to set it up so I can have a little bit of peace and normalcy. And I'm not going to lie, the Christmas music has also begun. If you are new here, this is a lifestyle podcast for wives and girlfriends of professional hockey players. And recently I've gotten a lot of messages from other girls that are either dating or married to professional athletes that have been able to connect with it as well, which I freaking love. I think just if you're living away from home, a lot of this stuff is still relatable. And we talk about so many things that are just relatable in day-to-day life. We did a whole episode on cycle syncing, birth control. We've done episodes on mental health. We've done episodes about being pregnant in the pandemic. I encourage you to just share with your friends if you know someone that might be interested. Just send them an episode and see if they'll like it. Today in the episode, we touch a little bit on, you know, the importance of finding things that make you feel good, make you feel happy in this lifestyle. And I think that's something that a lot of people will give advice on if you're going overseas for the first time or just, you know, that's something that keeps coming up. So I think you really have to look inward and ask yourself, like, what makes me feel good? What makes me feel happy? Whether that's going for a walk or, you know, finding a workout class that you like or going and getting a pedicure, hanging out with friends and having wine. It's important to, like, implement these things into our day to day because when you're just sitting in the apartment, staring at the wall, binge watching Netflix, although this is 1000% okay, You also want to bring in these other things that kind of fulfill you because I for sure notice a difference when I'm not doing this versus when I am. Like when I'm moving my body more and I'm making more of an effort to maybe cook or, you know, I feel so much more fulfilled. Like even this past week, I've hung out with the girls three of the days and I feel just like so much lighter than when I was not doing that. Like, I think just because we're all in quarantine, we haven't seen each other for a while. And then like, it just naturally, we're like, what are you doing? Let's do this. Let's do that. So just remembering to really take that time for you, because I think it's easy to get in just the cycle where you're sitting around and really not doing anything. I know it's hard too when it starts getting dark in some places early and just with the, the weather getting a little bit cooler. Again, I absolutely love when you guys share new episodes to your stories. I love to see what you're doing, where you are, tag your location. 
I love looking at my statistics on my hosting site because it's so cool to see like how many different countries people are listening in from. I just think it's so amazing that we're all so connected all over the world. So just keep sharing these episodes so that other hockey girls can find them and connect with the podcast. Today's episode was so much fun. I have Haley Ferguson joining me and you may recognize her if you watch The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise. She was on that a while a while back. She has an identical twin sister who also went on the show with her. And they're actually both dating hockey players, which I think is so fun because what's not a better way to share this lifestyle than with your own blood, right? Haley was so sweet. She has been with her boyfriend for about 10 months now and she just went over to move in with her boyfriend for the first time in Sweden which really took me back to when I moved to Sweden for the first time was my first time going to Europe I was really terrified because it's nerve-wracking I mean I think just coming into this lifestyle in general and stepping out of your comfort zone not really knowing a lot of people and really having to rely on your significant other for, you know, your entertainment. And it can be like a lot to take in. So we talk a lot about, you know, how excited she is, but she's also just nervous and trying to go in with an open mind, which is just so important to do so that you really just don't have expectations. And I think it's a little bit easier to to go with the flow this way. Haley and I were talking for a bit beforehand on Facebook just about her trying to get over to Sweden since they aren't married. I know that a lot of people are kind of struggling with trying to figure out how they can do this um, and how they can get led into different countries. And I know it's like really country per country and it really just depends on who you run into at customs when you get to the airport, which is kind of like a scary thing because if you're anything like me, you really want to know like okay, I'm going to fly this far and like, I will get in with no issues. You know, I've heard a lot of success stories lately of girls flying over and having no problems. And I'm happy to say that after Haley flew over to Sweden, she got in with no problems. So, you know, if that's something that you're worried about, you can kind of listen and see some of the things that she did to prepare for this flight, some of the documents that she brought, Like for me, I'm married, but I brought over my husband's contract, a letter from the team saying that I could fly in, my visa from last year, basically anything that can just show and prove that you're not just coming over for a vacation and that you are, you know, cohabitating with someone. It's better to bring more information than not enough. We also talk about what it was like kind of being newly dating someone and then COVID striking, they actually wound up quarantining together for, I think, like three or four months. And she talks about just like what that was like with a new boyfriend and pretty much going into living together. He flew over to Sweden for the hockey season and they were apart and they haven't seen each other for almost four months. So thankfully she is over here now, but I feel like she really handled all of this with grace and I just really love talking to her. She is so sweet and I hope you enjoy this episode. Haley, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to talk to you. Thank you for being here today. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course. So I usually start off asking for your elevator pitch, so to speak. So will you just tell everybody a little bit about where you're from and who you are? So I am from Las Vegas, Nevada. I was born and raised here and everybody makes fun of me for saying that like I was born and raised here. I don't know why. It's just, (laughs) I think it's so rare. A lot of people aren't actually from Vegas. So I grew up here, went to school here. Um, I went to college for two years, got caught up in the nightclub industry here. So I did that for about five years. And then my sister and I have an identical twin sister. We went on um, season 20 of The Bachelor. And then we did season three of Bachelor in Paradise. We had quite a few spinoff shows. (laughs) And um, now I'm just here trying to live a semi-normal life. (laughs) Yeah. So how are you doing with everything going on in the world right now? Um, I've 
I can't complain. I feel like I've had a pretty good time. Um, I know a lot of people have had a, a different experience, but I've been able to quarantine here in Vegas. Um, my boyfriend and I quarantined with my sister. So I feel really blessed that we kind of got that opportunity because he got to meet my family and he kind of grew close with my sister and her boyfriend. And um, so I, it was a really cool experience for me. And then also on top of that, like I've just spent so much time with family and friends before I'm leaving to go to Sweden. So I feel like it's kind of been a blessing in disguise for me. Well, I'm so happy that it has been nice for you because I <laughs> yeah. feel like it's just like so crazy. Like, I don't know about you, but I've for sure had to like distance myself from the news and the media because I feel like it was just so negative every time I was watching TV. And it's just nice that your boyfriend was able to stay there with you over the, the summer. And I guess yeah. when did he head back? He is, so we've been apart like today for four months. Um, so he went back to Finland first to go see his family because he'd been here playing hockey for his hockey season. And then he quarantined with me for three and a half months. So he hadn't seen his family in a really long time. So he went back to Finland a little early to uh, see his family and friends. And then he went, I think he was there for a month and then he went to Sweden and he's been there for three months now. That's a long time. I feel like after two months like when I've done long distance I was like okay this is when I'm starting to lose my mind like I need to book a trip so I feel so sorry that you've not been able to see him in that for that long I think that we like initially were like oh it's initially we had planned on October of seeing each other and he keeps getting pushed back mm. and so I kind of just gotten into this mindset of like okay well we're gonna figure it out just because honestly I don't I'm still really nervous about the move to Europe and I've, I've only known Vegas. Um, I have my family and friends here, so I'm not going to lie. I'm really nervous about that big move. So it's kind of been like, okay, well just enjoy time with your family and friends here before you make that big move. And so we've honestly talked about options too, that if it's so terrible that we <laughs> kind of do the long distance because we do plan on when he's retired to um, be here in Vegas. So it's like, if we want a house here, um, so we've talked about that. If it, if it's really bad for me about just trying to do the long distance and we've been really great at it. It's been pretty easy for us. Although I would love to see him and be with him. It hasn't been like too bad, but also because we're probably still in that honeymoon phase of our relationship where everything's just fun and like happy. So. Mm -hmm. Have you lived anywhere else besides Vegas? before? I, I lived in LA for a little bit uh, to film a TV show. And I, I mean, by a little bit, I mean, I was there for like five months um, and I hated it. So yeah. I always know, I always knew that I wanted to be here in Vegas. I always kind of pictured my life here. And when I first met him, I, he was like, is there like anything that you're scared of by dating me? I'm like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Just knowing my personality. Um, I think dating you would be a little scary because what if you end up going to play in Europe and I know my personality, I'm going to want to be there with you and it's not really what I want. Yeah. No, <laughs> So for that sure. was like a kind of a thing going into the relationship I was a little worried about and then it happened. <laughs> yeah. But oh, I'm man. actually okay with it now. I've come to terms to knowing that this is what he wants to do and luckily with my career and my job, I can do it wherever. And, um, so I just want him to be happy. That's all. I know that he wasn't super happy here playing in the AHL. So I just want him. And I, he's been so much happier out in Europe playing, knowing that he's not constantly worried about getting sent down or called up or not knowing where you're going to be playing and constantly mm -hmm. changing teams. So I think that this, you know, I, all I care about is his happiness. And I think that if that's in Europe for the next few years, that's totally fine with me. And I, I think it's a new experience for me. It's going to get me out of my comfort zone. And I'm actually kind of growing to get really excited about it just to see where it takes us next. So to backtrack a little bit, how'd you guys meet? I am, I've been in pretty bad relationships for like my entire, all of my relationships. Um, and so my sister finally was like, listen, like, I'm going to just send you a ton of different guys on Instagram, just DM them. <laughs> see what happens. And I look at my past relationships and I know like hockey players or athletes in general have a stereotype, but I've dated a CPA. I dated a pilot. Like they all, like they all cheated on me. So it doesn't matter what their career is or what they do in life. It's just, if you find a good person or not, like you just got to find the good ones. And it's rare in my mm -hmm. opinion, I've had pretty bad luck with it. Um, but when my sister sent me, um, Ola's Instagram, 
on paper, like just looks wise, I was very physically attracted to him. He was like a thousand percent my type. Um, so, I mean, that was like the initial draw to him, like was just looks wise. But I think at that point I was just like, I don't want to date an athlete anymore. I think I'm just like <laughs> over that whole thing. And then, so I just like, whatever, like I have, was just going kind of through a breakup with somebody else. And so I was like, you know what, whatever, like, let's just do it. I don't, I don't think when I DM'd him, uh, I don't think I initially went into it thinking like, this is the guy that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. Um, but when I messaged him, we were talking every single day. We were FaceTiming every single day for two months. And he's like, come visit me. And at the time he was playing in Wilkes-Barre. Um, so I flew out to Wilkes-Barre after two months of like FaceTiming every single day. Um, and I was very, I, I knew I really liked him, but I was really, really hesitant to like officially start dating him. So it took a few trips before I finally was like, okay, like I want to, I cause I was also like, just really heard about everything that had happened in my past. I'm like, I just don't know if I'm ready to commit to somebody. Mm-hmm. And then he is just the kindest. He, he's literally been like a ray of sunshine in my life. I, I don't know how I got so lucky to find somebody so perfect for me. So yeah, I just, I, I honestly don't know what else to Aww, say. He's been amazing. I love that. That's yeah. so sweet. So were you yeah. nervous to fly out to meet him like in person for the first time? I was so nervous. I didn't want to do it. I was like, I don't know if this is a good idea. Because <laughs> like I was staying with him. And so I was like, what if he ends up being like a serial killer and <laughs> to visit him? <laughs> yeah, sir. I know. But you know what? So many people do that. Like no joke all the time. People fly out, like they meet in their, like even meeting people in like their uh, summer city or season city. And like that initial, like time that you meet is so nerve-wracking because you're like are you gonna be like the way that you are when I talk to you or like what if this goes really south like do I leave <laughs> yeah so that we booked it for like a three-day trip just so it was super oh, short good. I think I got there at night time and then like we only spent one full day together just to see if it like because what if it turned out really awkward yeah <laughs> and then after that um like we spent Christmas together in New York and that was like a 10-day trip So, I mean, the trip started getting longer and longer for sure after that, but the first initial trip was really short. Yeah. So did, did he like come pick you up at the airport and yeah. did you guys like hit it off right away? Was it awkward or? Did I had a few drinks on the flight. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta be a little buzzed for this. <laughs> so uh, when I first met him, I was like, kind of just like, okay, I've, I hate when I get out of the airport. I feel like I just reek. I feel like I smell like BO because I've been traveling all day. I'm like, I got to get in the shower. So I'm like, just stay away from me. <laughs> Like the first night I was like really nervous. And then the second day we went to lunch and I hate eating in front of people on first date. So I feel like that was a little bit awkward. Like it was a little bit awkward, the meeting for sure. But I think mostly because I put the awkwardness in it. Cause I'm like, this is just weird. Um, like, I don't, I can't believe I'm even doing this. And then I, I went home after that trip and I was like, why did I do that? Like I, it could have been it gone so much like smoother, but I think it was really cute. Like he went and bought me like a t-shirt on the first trip. Like he's super thoughtful. And that's what I like a really drew me into him is we were like talking on our first date and I told him I I love Marvel movies. And the next day he brought me like a coffee from like a coffee shop. And then he bought me a Marvel t-shirt and he was just it to me it was like an oversized t-shirt for Ben and was like oh my gosh this guy is just like perfect that is so sweet oh my gosh but like I was kind of scared that he was too nice so on when he invited me to go to um New York with him for Christmas I told my sister I'm like I don't think I'm gonna go like I think that I don't think that like he came on a little too strong for it for my liking my <laughs> The problem that you have with this guy is that he's too nice you're going to that trip in New York and so I ended up going and that's I think that trip kind of sealed the deal for me. Yeah, for sure. So you yeah. guys started dating like kind of right before everything started happening happening with COVID. Yeah. So we've only been together for nine months. I think we were dating for two months before we quarantined together. So what was that like starting a new relationship and then like, boom, enter a freaking pandemic? Yeah. So for me, it was really difficult because I, I do. And I think for him too, it was really awkward because my sister's like, please come quarantine with us. We were in Austin at the time he was playing for the stars. Like he got traded um, during a season, like towards the end, kind of, we were only in Austin for a few months. And so my sister's like, please just come quarantine with, uh, with us. And so um, 
I was like, this is going to be a little awkward. Cause you know, I think, you know, it's my sister's boyfriend's house and we're all like moving into it. And I think it was kind of like Olaf felt weird cause he'd never met him before. And he's like, I'm going to be living in another guy's house. Like this could be really weird, but he knew it's what I wanted. Like he knew I would be happiest this way. So he decided that he would be fine with it. So we did it. Um, and it was really hard for me. And I think for him too, cause he was like, I don't really know anybody like this is weird. And, and, uh, my sister's boyfriend had his best friend here quarantining with us too. So it was like, I think there was five people in the house during quarantine and they were like best friends. And Olaf felt like he was kind of the odd man out and he was just doing this to make me happy. And I just, I've never lived with anybody before. So it was really difficult for me. I was trying to cope with like not having any alone time and I'm stuck in this house <laughs> with him. And I felt like this big burden that I had to be his only like person that he could like kind of hang out with because he wasn't really friends with the boys at the time we first started quarantine or quarantine. What is that? The right? I don't know how to say that. During quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> During quarantine, um, in the beginning, I, I was really struggling. I even remember getting in the car with my sister one day and I was just like, I don't know, Emily, like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. Like, not that I was going to break up with him, but I was like questioning our relationship in mm -hmm. general. I was just like, I don't know if this is the guy for me. Like I, I'm going insane. And then, so finally I just, I kind of had to sit down and have a chat with him and just let him know how I was feeling because I didn't want him to think that I was just like being, um, like a, a bitch, I guess, for no reason towards him because mm -hmm. I just to <laughs> myself. And um, then the boys, uh, we were, they were able to start golfing. Um, so the boys started going golfing and then they started playing tennis together. And then they started like becoming really good friends. And then they started playing video games for hours and hours and hours together. And so I was able to start getting my alone time and just kind of start doing what I wanted to do. And once the gym started opening back up here in Vegas, like things kind of opened up pretty, not like pretty quickly here in Vegas. So I was able to start going to the gym. Um, they still, they were having restaurants open. So we were able to go out and eat dinner together. And then like, I got to a point, I think halfway through quarantine and I'm like, Oh my God, like this, is, I'm, I'm going to marry this man. Like this is my person. <laughs> and like, I think we got so much stronger, like because of the because of quarantine. And when he left after three and a half months of being together, I was like a complete mess. I'm like, I don't even know when I'm going to see you next. This is like, just so sad. And even the boys were sad. And my sister was sad because everybody grew so close to him. So at first it was definitely difficult, but I think in the end it was, it made us 10 times stronger. It's always such a transition when you move in with someone. Like I think even in college, if you're moving in with roommates that you've never lived with before, and then like the first time that you live with a guy or, you know, it's just like, it's such an adjustment and you have to learn how to coexist with each other, which is not always the easiest. Um, right. But I think like, I don't know, even being in Europe and I don't know, we'll have to connect on this later, but like yeah. you spend so much time together, right? Because like you're in usually a smaller space and you're both in this little apartment and I'm like, okay, you know, like sometimes you really just have to get out and do your own thing, go to the mall, go for a walk just to like have your own space because it is hard living with someone. And yeah, I'm the same way. Like I definitely need my own space. Right. I've talked to a few other girls who've kind of been in similar situations. Um, and they're like, you just got to go there and you just have to have hobbies. Like you just have to start them right away. So my plan when I get to Sweden is, um, like I'm super big on like hot yoga, like really hot rooms. Mm -hmm. um, and so Olaf found a studio out there that offers Bikram yoga. So we're going to sign up for that and I'll just start doing that. And then I'm really going to focus on work out there. So I just think doing, I mean, which is social media for me. So I think just kind of giving my followers a different look into my life as I'm traveling into a different, like going to a different country and living there. I don't know if, how it's going to go, um, if it's going to help my social media or make it worse. I honestly not quite sure, but I'm hoping that it will be kind of an interesting insight for people to kind of get to know, um, like see Europe, like see Sweden or see yeah. different, I kind of, I would love to travel around Europe, but I, I, with quarantine, I don't think I can do it this year, but I'm kind mm -hmm. of hoping in the next few years that it's something that I can do. Yeah, usually like over here, most leagues, they give you a break in November and February. Okay. And so that's like such a good opportunity to 
to like go with your significant other and see other countries and stuff. Right now, we just like how I was telling you how our team is quarantining right now. We had a break in November and we had like a spa hotel booked and we were going away for the weekend. And then, um, they got canceled because they had to reschedule games on the break. I was like, no, (laughs) please. Like we look forward to these breaks so much, but at some point when you're over here, hopefully sooner rather than later, you guys can get away and start seeing other places. And even if like, I don't know if you're super independent and would feel comfortable going and traveling by yourself, but that's always an option too. Um, I, I like don't, but I've, I've done it before. So that's the thing is I just don't, I don't know if in Europe I would feel comfortable, especially with like language barriers. Mm-hmm. I don't know how way. I would feel. I would love to do it with Ola, but I know obviously he's going to be super busy, but kind of the same situation. His team is quarantining right now too. So yeah. I don't know. It's just I a know. crazy world right now. It makes me nervous. Cause I, I think I get so overwhelmed when like, I can't speak the language or read the signs and I'm like, all right, I need someone else here that I can like collaborate with and try to figure out what this means or what this is saying. So, oh my gosh, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm also the type of person that gets really nervous to go up and try to talk to people. Um, so it's like when I need help, I'm kind of like Google translate, like, let's figure this out because I feel like I've visited Stockholm because my sister, my sister's boyfriend is from Stockholm. So I went there to visit them last year. And so when he would be at practice, um, my sister and I would go to the grocery store and we like are looking at the back of these, like just trying to figure out what the ingredients are in a lot of these things. And like, when you ask somebody at the grocery store, they usually don't, um, I don't know, from my experience, they, I don't know if they're pretending like they don't understand what you're saying or if they're just like, they just don't want to help you at all. So yeah. I just kind of like, you know what, if nobody's going to help me, I'm going to figure this out on my own. So I think we spent like a few hours in the grocery store just trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And that's something you will probably get really comfortable with. Now I just go up to people. I'm like, excuse me, do you speak English? And then sometimes yeah. they will literally say, no, I don't. Sorry. And walk away. And I'm like, oh, really? Okay. Oh, well, that's great. Thanks a lot for the help. Clearly Thank I'm struggling you. and could use some information. And I get really embarrassed too. I'm like, oh, good story. Bye. Okay, yeah. This. this is awkward. <laughs> exactly. But then sometimes you'll meet someone that's so nice and so helpful and it makes your day and you're like, thank you, God. Like I had a normal interaction today with There's someone. nice people store. in the world. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, Google Translate will be your best friend for sure. <laughs> yeah. Even when I'm, I've been watching a few of his games like from here and it's not in English. So if, if I'm like looking on the Twitter account and like, they're saying something, I see his name, but I don't know what happened. Like (laughs) if he got a penalty or like what's happening. So I have to Google translate that too. So I'm like already like, okay, I'm just going to have to figure this out on my own. Yeah, exactly. So was he planning on going home after his hockey season in North America? And then he chose to stay back with you? Uh, yeah, he was initially planning on going back home. Yeah, I mean, that clearly shows that he obviously felt really strongly about you to to stay there. Yeah, I think that it, our relationship, I feel like it kind of just, I don't want to say when you know, you know, because that didn't happen for me. Um, it happened for my sister. And so I was kind of dead set on when you know, you know. So I was every relationship I kind of started dating, I'm like, nope, that's not him because I don't have that feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I put a lot of pressure on that for a long time. And then when I met him, I don't know if it's because I was super nervous to get into a relationship with him, but it didn't click with me and or like us until I think probably quarantine. Yeah. So I think then it started kind of happening quickly and like I, I mean, we've only been dating for nine months and I, I know I want to marry him. I know I want to like have kids with him. And so for me, it's like, it's a no brainer to go to be with him in Sweden. It's um, like, I, I know that I just, if playing in Europe for the rest of his hockey career is what he wants to do, then that that's fine with me. I feel lucky enough to, I can take my career anywhere. Um, so if that's what he wants to do, then as long as he's happy doing it, that it doesn't matter where we go for me. Did he like, like, obviously a lot of people probably recognize you guys from the show. Did like, he even know what that was being finished? Like, do they have that over there? Uh, so I think that they have like uh, similar shows. I don't know if they have the bachelor out there. I know they have similar shows in Sweden like that. Um, but he had no idea. I think he, he, cause he's kind of like, so like, why are you so popular? (laughs) <laughs> and, I, and I was like popular. I, I, it's so funny. Cause to me, I, I feel like I'm, I'm a normal person, but like, 
I think to others that my, I'm so open on my social media about my life and my day-to-day life. I think a lot of people feel like they just know me from social media. And that's another problem. I think that a lot of people see what they see on TV and they just get this idea of me in their head that I'm, people think that my sister and I are like dumber than rocks from what they've seen on on TV. And like, I think even on social media, you just get, you assume by looking at my photos, you just assume that you know me or stuff like that. So social media is, it's, it's an up and down roller coaster for me. I always am like, I quit. I don't want to do it anymore. I'd rather just like Mm -hmm. go private and just like, or just delete it altogether. But ultimately it's, um, it's my job and, and I love it. I knew what I was signing up for when I signed up for the bachelor. It's kind of what I wanted. But I, he had no idea who I was. And I think he, he said that he was, when I DM'd him, he was a little hesitant to respond because he's like, I don't, he's like, I don't know if I, I'm interested in like having a relationship that's like so open and out there. And I think he's still, when I post him on my Instagram or social media, he's like, I don't know, like, don't do that. But now he, he's gotten a little more open to it because I would love to share a relationship a little bit more on my Instagram. Yeah. But, um, to a certain extent, I understand that he probably doesn't want that. Right. So d- did you ever like make him watch it after or anything? Cause I feel like in quarantine that could really help pass the time. I'm sure. <laughs> Honestly, he, I don't, I wouldn't mind if he wanted to watch um, the shows, but he hasn't, I guess he just, we haven't really talked about it. Yeah. We, I don't know. There's My no sister's boyfriend time. watched it and thought it was hilarious. He thought, <laughs> We were super funny. And I think more than anything, I wouldn't mind if he watched The Bachelor or like Bachelor in Paradise. It's kind of when we did our spinoff show, like The Twins Happily Ever After. I would never want him to watch that because that was like just pure embarrassment for my sister and I. I'm like, just don't watch that. Like, you can watch anything else. Just don't watch that. So honestly, no, we haven't talked about watching The Bachelor or anything. So I'm curious to see what he would say, actually. Yeah, I know. I feel like just Europeans are so funny that I feel like their perspective would be just hilarious about it. I don't know. Like they're just so nice. Like say that because like, um, I was like dating, I, I had like a thing, like I, I liked, you know, American boys and I, I always like dated businessmen. And then my sister's like, Nope, you got to date a European man. She's like, I've been to Europe a few times. They're, they're gentlemen. They're just raised differently. I swear to you. Now I'm push it on all my friends. and like, you got to date a European <laughs> man. You have to, I mean, like, you and and so I'm I'm like dead set on finding all my girlfriends that are single here like a European man. Yeah, they just have to start flying out to visit you when you're overseas. I know. I'm like you have surely. to. <laughs> yeah, I think it's so fun that you and your sister are both dating hockey players because it's just probably yet like another thing that you guys can relate on. Because I feel like if there's two girls that are like sisters, they're usually sisters-in-laws and their brothers are playing hockey. So that's right. How- they have that, but it's nice to be able to talk to other people who just get it. My sister has been trying to get this to happen for a long time now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, props to her because she helped you find your person. <laughs> I know. Now I'm just trying to do the same for my girlfriends. I'm like, let's just find you some a good man. Yeah. Yeah. My friends outside of hockey, they're so great and I love them so much, but sometimes it's just hard talking to them about the lifestyle because it's like, there are, you know, like certain struggles and experiences that they don't always get and they totally try to be like empathetic, but it is nice having that community. And like, obviously if it's your sister, you feel comfortable telling her literally anything. Yeah, so totally. I know it's, it's been really nice. I mean, I've, I feel so blessed to have the friend group that I have. I think that we've been friends since elementary school, most of them. And I haven't really like strayed too far away from that friend group. Like we've just always been super close. Um, so I feel really, really lucky to have that friend group. Who's just like, they are so supportive of me going to Sweden. Like they just think that this is going to be such a cool experience and to get to experience Europe. Cause I've been really sheltered. I feel like most of my life, the craziest thing I've ever done was like the bachelor stuff. And then outside of that, I'm not much of a travel person. Like I don't love it, but I, I, I do it because I, afterwards I feel like such a, I, I'm so, I, it's like such a cool experience. So I feel like I want to push myself to do it more. So I think that, um, him playing in Europe is, is that push that I needed to kind of just experience and like travel the world and kind of get to have new, like a new journey, new experience, meet new people, because I've, I've honestly had the same group of friends for years. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that goes. You went, when you said you went to Sweden, was that the first time that you went to Europe ever? 
Yes. Um, my, my, and it was just visiting my sister cause she lives there during the summers with her boyfriend. And so that's the longest that my sister and I have ever really been apart. And, um, and she goes there for like three months. And so I went out halfway through and I was there for like two and a half weeks. And yeah, that's the first time I've ever been to Europe. Yeah. That when my husband signed overseas for the first time, I think it was like three seasons ago. I had never been out of the country and same as you. I was like, I am so sheltered. Like I need to see the world. And like, I don't know. I feel like I'm from San Diego originally. And I feel like it's just like such a bubble there. And like, I've always grown up with the same people and like, yeah, yeah, just very similar like experiences, I guess. So it opens your eyes to a lot of different things when you step out of your comfort zone. So where are you guys playing? So we're in Austria. Okay. But three seasons ago, we were in Sweden. Oh, okay. What part of Sweden? We were in um, southern Sweden. It's like a okay. really tiny kind of rinky dink town, to be honest with you. Like, it was just like, we wound yeah. up leaving. Oh, um, no. Yeah. It like, was just, because you didn't like it? Most people that I talked to, like, love Sweden. Yeah. And it was just like, we knew it was kind of a shitty town going into it, but we, okay. it was a good opportunity and a good league. So we're like, okay, like, we can tough it out for the hockey season. We can do this. And we got there and, like, day one we were just like holy shit like what did oh we my do? gosh so yeah I've I've um been talking to my sister's boyfriend and like his friends who um live in Sweden they're like no you'll like link shipping it's like only two and a half hours from Stockholm like and like he, he's offered his house in Stockholm to us like if ever we want to just get away for a few days and go to Stockholm um so yeah that's actually kind of crazy I was <laughs> I've been warned a few times about the weather there it's kind of depressing I guess Yeah, well, it gets dark, um, like, super early, but I guess you just kind of have to, like, readjust your life when that starts to happen. Like, you have to get up earlier and, like, try to get out before the sun starts setting, but... I'm not an early person. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I think... Oh, I am not either. How do you say the town he's in? Uh, I honestly don't know. I I don't even say my boyfriend's name correctly. I get shit on all the time (laughs) about... I, a lot of Finnish people are like, you, you don't even know how to say your own boyfriend's name. So I, I don't even know. I guess I say it incorrectly, but, um, how does he say, then, say it? Uh, he, th- he says how I say it is, is fine. Like, he's like, that's just how you say it in America. But like it in Finnish, it's like, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to pronounce <laughs> it. It's like, it's like Ola, like Ola, Ola. I don't know. I just say okay. like Ola. I, and how I explain it to my friends is like, it's, it's high in Spanish. So Ola. That's just the best oh, way to do You're it. like, I'm not going to like put an accent to this. Like I. No, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> and then link shopping. It, that's how I pronounce it. I, I'm sure I'm totally butchering it, but. <laughs> you're going to be just like, like me it. over here. I like read a sign and I just say it exactly how it looks with zero <laughs> attempt at like trying to pronounce it. I'm like, I'm just not even going to like. I'm not even going to try because I'm just going to sound ridiculous. I know. And I feel like that's the problem too, is like, if you don't at least try, then like people that live there are like, she's like, they just aren't even nice to you if you don't even give it a whirl. (laughs) I'm like, oh gosh, okay, I'll try my best. But I'm, I'm like you, I just try to sound it out. (laughs) Yeah. I think that town that he's in is kind of like a college town, I think. So there's probably a lot more to do than where we were. Yeah, we live downtown. Um, his apartment is downtown. And I guess like it's just walking distance from a lot of things, which I won't be walking because um, it's too cold for me. So I'll probably have him <laughs> drop me off. <laughs> yeah, I know it gets, it's, gets cold there. But I think it's kind of like it doesn't get as cold as Stockholm because it's kind of like in the middle. It I doesn't. Think. So yeah, so it doesn't get as cold as Stockholm. It actually is about, I think, the same um, like it gets really cold here in Vegas, but it's a, it's a dry cold. Um, but in Link Shipping, the weather is almost a little similar during winter. It's just longer there, and it, it's just super duper rainy and gloomy there. Yeah, so I'm so used to having cold weather, but it's super sunny here in Vegas, so it's just going to be cold and gloomy there and, and super rainy. Yeah, you'll have to take vitamin D because it's hard not being in the sun, especially if you're used to that. Oh my gosh. But so I know we like connected on Facebook a little bit about you trying to get yeah. over to Sweden, but yeah. did you figure anything out with that? We really haven't. Um, so we are actually, we've booked three flights now and they keep getting canceled. No. Um, yeah. The airline keeps canceling them. So we just this morning rebooked another flight for November 3rd. 
and it's a 20 hour travel day for me. So it's going to be really tough, really tough for me because I'm not good at that. There's like a five, I have a five hour layover in Amsterdam and I just don't know with COVID what it's going to be like doing this 20 hour travel day, wearing a mask and trying to get over there with all my luggage. I'm kind of worried about it. And we don't even know if the travel ban's getting lifted. We're just going to try. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really have a ton of proof to prove that we're in a, like a cohabiting relationship, but I have proof that I have a pit, like we submitted for my visa. I have a, a letter from the team stating that um, I'm going to be living with him there while he's playing and that he's going to be financially taking care of me. Like I can't work there. And then I have like pictures of us together. I've kind of honestly been looking at the Facebook group that we're a part of to see what they look for when you're traveling. And I've kind of just printed everything out that I possibly can. And just, I think we're just hoping for the best. It's weird. Cause I feel like it really just depends on like who you come across like at the border there's been girls that have gotten over here and they don't have any like no one questions them at all yeah I mean that's the thing is so we try to reach out to the border police or something like that to see if we can just like get some sort of confirmation that I can come over and they're like a case by case so it's just like I'm hoping I get a nice person when I get there I guess yeah, I think you'll be okay. I have I have faith it'll work out. You just have to be like super nice and just own what you're doing. Just show them the papers and be like, okay, here is his contract. Here is the letter from his like employer. Here is my application for this. Like you just have to lay it out. And then usually if you're like on it, they're like, okay, okay, okay. And then they might ask you like a couple of questions, but yeah, yeah like I honestly think they'll just they'll just wave you through and you'll be totally fine. Do you have to do a COVID test? Um, I don't, but I'm going to, I have three COVID tests already. And then I'm just going to take a 48 hour one before I leave. I mean, hopefully this flight doesn't get canceled. I mean, we're just hoping, I guess at this point that the flights just don't keep getting canceled. Um, but I am going to take a COVID test 48 hours before. Yeah, that's smart just to like show them in case you're like, okay, look, I'm not bringing anything into the country. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ugh, that sucks. So that it keeps getting pushed back. Yeah, I mean, it's just that's like the toughest part is like you get really excited because like if at first we were planning on November 1st and then November 1st didn't happen and then it was November 3rd and now we're just trying to stick with November 3rd. But I don't know what's gonna happen, honestly. So what what are some things that you guys have done to make your relationship really work with such a crazy time change? Um, so yeah, the, the time difference is completely different, but for me and him, I think it, it's kind of been easy for us. Cause, um, like an, our number one priority is making sure that we do talk to each other every single day. When he wakes up, I'm trying to remember the time. Like, <laughs> I think it's like eight hours. Yeah. So when he wakes up, it's like 10 PM my time. So I stay up a little later to FaceTime him before bed. And then when I wake up, he's, he still has quite a few hours before he goes to bed. So when I wake up, we chat for a few hours then. And then I just like, my friends kind of get it and they understand. So it's like, if I'm out with my friends or something and like 10 PM hits, I'm like, I'm sorry, like I gotta go. Mm-hmm. And like, it, that's just a, a, the number one priority in our relationship right now is just making sure to communicate and like be able to talk to each other every single day. And it's kind of nice because when he's sleeping, I can knock out all of my work. So it's been really great for me because I can get caught up and just sitting there talking and not doing anything. So it's really nice that I can do all my stuff during the day. And then I like once um, after dinner, like when he's like done eating and stuff, we can just chat and stuff. So it's actually been pretty easy for us, but I know a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah. And I think it's just person to person, right? Like some people just can handle it better. And that's like, I wish I was that way. I was not, I was a psycho when I was long distance. So I like, honestly, I was probably the most annoying person ever to date when I was long distance with my boyfriend. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you not texting me back? So yeah, Yeah. I'm just like props to you because I think that time difference and just like the different, like just his schedule. But then I'm thinking it might be harder for him because he, like you're sleeping most of the day probably. Yeah. It's definitely because also I'm here with my family and I have friends here. So mm-hmm. I'm constantly doing something with them. And for him, he doesn't really have 
any friends or family out there and like his family's in Finland and they can't even go and visit him right now either because with COVID. So I think that he feels like he's all alone out there. And I think he would love to have me there just to have company. Cause I think he's, he just sits in his apartment alone all the time. He, he does have like one friend on the team that they hang out and they watch football together. And, but other than that, most of the guys there have their girlfriends. Yeah. Are there any other North American girls on the team that you've been able to connect with? There's no other um, girls that are from North America on the team. It's just uh, Swedish girls, Finnish girls, and I think um, a Canadian girl. But she, I guess, is a tr- trying to become a doctor. So I don't think she's coming to visit him at all. So mm, okay. it's just going to be. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure that's like really nerve wracking. I it's It's kind of intimidating just with the language barrier. But I don't know. I feel like you're really easy to talk to and I feel like you'll make friends really easily. I'm definitely the type of person that puts myself in the situation, whether they want to speak English to me or not. I think I'm just going to, I think I'm going to walk in and just be like, hi, and introduce myself to everybody and just like try to be super friendly so that they're more wanting to like talk to me, (laughs) I guess. But (laughs) I think that um, what people have been trying to like kind of help me out with is I guess more than anything, they're just embarrassed to speak English because some of them may not be that great at it. Yeah, I know. And it's so funny because so so many Europeans, they always say that like, sorry, my English isn't very good. I'm like, you are literally speaking crystal clear English. Like I can understand (laughs) everything you're saying. Like, I don't know why you think it's not good. Yeah. I mean, like for me, um, when I went to, when I visited Ola in Wilkes-Barre, there was like a few other Finnish people on the team and like they had their girlfriends there and I had a, a bad experience with that. And I'm like, you know what? That put a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, I don't even want to try, but I'm, yeah. this should be different. This should be different. I'm hoping that it'll be a lot easier. Hopefully if I just go in, cause I came in like way towards the end of that season because yeah. we started dating like, and then we, and then he got traded right after that to Texas. So <laughs> you're like, Bye. Oh my God. <laughs> Blessing in disguise. I'm fine now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm happy that you're, you found the Facebook group and you can always reach out to me too. Like I totally know how it is. And sometimes it can get lonely. Like I, you know, just being away from your family and your friends and seeing those people in person is just, it's hard and it's not the same as FaceTime. So I totally yeah. get it. And I understand why you're nervous. Like 1000%. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like not having any like close friends or my sister or anybody out there besides Ola. Like, I don't know how that's going to go with our relationship where we're like, I'm solely relying on him. I don't know if that's like a heavy, going to be a heavy burden for him to carry or vice versa. Like both of us just relying on each other. But I have talked to a few other girls and they said, it it might be difficult your first season, but like, ultimately I think the bond and the connection that you two are going to have during this, these experiences are going to like make you guys so much closer. So I'm hoping that it kind of just bonds us more than it kind of makes us want to kill it, rip each other's head. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it will for sure. And and it, you, you just have to go into it knowing like this is going to be an adjustment. Like how we were talking about social media, like you see everybody's like highlight reels and you see, you know, like, oh, they're moving to Europe and it's so easy and like their life looks so fun. But it's like, there's a lot of days where you just like have a bad day or it's not super easy to just like acclimate yourself in the lifestyle, the culture, and it's frustrating. And it's like, it's, it's okay to have those days. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, Definitely just trying to go into this like with a super open mind. Like when I found out today that my flight was going to be 20 hours and I have a five hour layover, I'm like, you know what? (laughs) It's a one day of my life. Like Mm -hmm. if it means that I get to come and be with you, like that's fine with me, even though it, it sounds awful. Like we were looking at other flight options and they were all terrible, but this one just happened to fly directly into link shipping. So we're like, let's just, let's just try this one. Um, but I'm just trying to just be open-minded about it. Like, just be like, okay, you know what? 20 hours, it's ultimately it's one day. So mm-hmm. it's not that bad. And then I'm just hoping that I can go into it and just be like, you know, this is something new for me. It's going to broaden my experiences. And like, I, I'll probably learn more about myself as a person, like who I am and what I'm looking for. And then I think it'll help me learn more about him too. So I think it'll be good. I'm just trying to be super positive. <laughs> yeah. Good for you. And you know, you, you guys will figure it out. Like it, yeah. it'll work itself out. And 
yeah, those, those travel days are daunting, but, and you know what, you might have a couple things go wrong, but down the road, you're going to look <laughs> back and be like, oh, that was just part of our story and part of our yeah. adventure. He's trying to make it as easiest as possible for me. Like he's already like found the gym that I'll go to and like he's found nail salons or he's oh, like there's a place so next door you can get facials or massages over there and so I think he's mostly just trying to figure all that stuff out for me so that when I get there I kind of have like stuff to do side note the key is to like underpack or not underpack sorry oh. that's not the right choice of words but like pack the basics because I think like the first year that I went overseas I was like I need 10 bathing suits and shorts and I was going to Sweden and I literally never touched like any of that stuff. <laughs> I was like, why was I thinking I was going to use all of this? Yeah. <laughs> like, funny. You- I, you know, I'm like, I'm glad that you just said that because I literally, I've been talking to a few like girls that live in Canada and stuff. Um, on, like here on the Vegas Golden Knights team, my sister has some like girlfriends um, on the team. So I've been reaching out to them and talking to them. Um, and they're like Aritzia, Aritzia. So I ordered a ton of stuff from Aritzia and I'm like packing all that. And then I'm like, okay, well I can pack other things like, like tank top body suits. And I'm like, well, I'm just trying to layer and then right. shoot, but like, I don't want to ruin, I guess it's since it's so rainy out there, like you can ruin a lot of your shoes. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, here I am like trying to pack like my super cute shoes that I think I'm going to be wearing to hockey games when I dress cute. And then I'm like, the girls are like, I'm telling you like girls in Sweden don't dress like that. <laughs> like <laughs> you're going to look ridiculous if you do that. But I'm also like, you know what? I'm not Swedish and I dress obnoxious. Like when I go out, I like to be, I like to dress how I like to dress. So I kind of been like, you know what? Like this is my one time probably I'll get to dress up and look cute. So like I'm I plan on going to the hockey games dress cute. Yeah. Exactly. Like this is my one outing a week. Like I'm going to look presentable. Whether I look ridiculous or not to the girls, I'm like, you know what? It's just they might they're just gonna have to embrace it. Yeah. The shoes are true though. Like you can always buy just like cheap shoes over there and then just leave them. Like you can just toss them when you leave and that way you're not hauling a bunch of stuff. But the nice part is like you're not going with like dogs or like kids or anything. So like you can bring a little right. bit more stuff. It's it's funny though. I, I'm curious to to hear like the stuff that you probably never <laughs> touched. <laughs> you like just like load it in. You're like, okay, I need this. <laughs> I sent him with a ton of stuff. And then I realized I sent him with like curling irons and stuff. And I guess like converters, they they don't even like you can't even use that stuff over there because like the converter doesn't have the right voltage or I don't even know like the right voltage yeah. or anything like that. So I'm like, well, that's a, that's a waste. I'm like that curling iron was like, I spent so much money to have a nice curling iron over there. Yeah. Make sure you bring baking soda and baking powder. If you like to bake. I'm not a big baker. You will be. Really? (laughs) I see. I'm like, I'm like a crock pot, like instant pot type of person. Like I just put the chicken in there, shred it up. And then like, I'm good. Okay. There you go. Yeah. No, but I I don't, I, I don't know. I'm not big on like making things from scratch like do they have like can I just throw some cookies in the oven and I'm good (laughs) (laughs) well so the ovens here are like kind of strange like they don't always bake things evenly like I will make the same banana bread like 20 times I'm like and it'll be different every time every time I'm like why is (laughs) what is the problem like what am I doing wrong oh my gosh this is good to know the baking soda and the baking powder is different over here so if you bring it from home it's going to turn out more like what it would be like at home. Otherwise, they do not have baking soda here. It's like a weird combination of something or other. And it just really messes up your food. (laughs) Oh, no. And And I'm like a spice person. Like I I love to eat candy and dessert, but I don't make it. I just like buy it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you might not have the same problem then. You might not need the baking soda. For me, it's mostly like I'm such a clothes person. I I love clothing. And like that's, I mean, that's kind of what I do on my social media is like clothes, clothing hauls. So I think for me, I'm trying to pack like some outfits that I can still tag that like people who follow me in America, like will still want to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Olaf on like this website for me that you can buy American clothes. It's like Z- Zalando. Zerland- what is it? Zerlando oh, or something I heard of that. that. And you can get like Abercrombie and Fitch, Adidas, Nike, and you can like order it all or Urban Outfitters and stuff. So it's like you can order it and then like I can still tag those clothing because it's still popular in America. Oh, or, like, in the States. So that's kind of the plan. 
is yeah. like ordering from this certain site. Okay. Well, yeah. So leave the food behind, pack the extra yeah. clothes instead. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, and it's so funny you said about the dog. We, we almost got a dog. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Like, cause I was planning on going like super, like much earlier. Um, and like the initial plan was to be there three months at a time, but I don't even know what we were thinking. I don't even know why we thought that would be a possibility. Um, so like, I really want, wanted a dog to be with me um, to, cause I've always grown up with dogs. I've always had like five dogs at a time. So not having a pet was something that was like, I need to have one. But now that I'm only going for like five months now, we're not getting a pet this season, but we are going to get a small dog, whatever we end up getting so that I can travel with it. Next season, once like everything blows over with, with the pandemic. Yeah. So do you have big dogs or do you have little? Yeah. I have two golden doodles. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. If you ever have questions about like getting, once you get your Wait, dog. You have like mini golden doodles or like full size? Oh no, they're full size. Oh my <laughs> gosh. How yeah. do you get them over with you? Do you put them under? So they're like emotional support animals. Yes. Um. Yeah. So they ride in the cabin with us and it's very interesting. They're actually really good flying. Do you, do you, is it, is it super expensive to bring the dogs on the flight with you? No. So actually we, I did like a whole episode on this about like how to get your dog over to Europe. Um, but yeah, if they're emotional support animals, you don't have to pay anything. You only have to pay if they're in cargo and go underneath. So if you have like a note from your doctor, there's some other stuff you have to do like for the airline and for the country, like their requirements that you have to do. Um, but other than that, it's like pretty easy. We brought them to Sweden with us too. Oh my gosh. Now I want a big dog. Yeah. <laughs> Go all out. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I feel like I'm like a pro at flying with my dogs now. So really I can help you. And, and oh my gosh. Show you what I to was do. like been going through different types of dogs. Like my boyfriend really wants a, a French, a Frenchie. And I don't because just of the health problems and the mm-hmm. snoring and the <laughs> and all that. So I just don't, I mean, he, he really wants one of those and I just don't know if I would be open to that, but I, I would love to have like a little mini golden doodle or something doodle because yes. they're just so well behaved. I feel like they're smart and they don't shed. Yeah. The only thing is like, I just, I, they're so expensive. <laughs> I know they really are. Yeah. But so are French bulldogs, right? So it's like, there you go. (laughs) Exactly. I don't think he even understands how much those, those kind of dogs are, but like we have like a rescue that we work with and they actually have a lot of French bulldogs. Oh, what rescue? They're uh, bunnies buddies. They, oh my gosh, wait, I love them. Yes. So my sister rescued her dog from them. And so I plan on rescuing my dog from them. Um, And so I've like talked to her a few times and we I'm kind of learning about different breeds, which ones are like easier, but I guess French Frenchies are kind of like, they're kind of bullies. Oh, interesting. but she said that they, they're kind of like, since they're such bullies, they get let go a lot in homes. Oh. So she has a lot of those to rescue. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I'm like obsessed <laughs> with that organization. Yes. They, it's, uh, it's amazing. I, I love I, Amanda. She's like the girl who um, runs it. She's just amazing. I can't even fathom doing what she does. Cause I would be an emotional wreck every single day. Oh, same. I know. Yeah. It's, it's so sad to see like the conditions and stuff that those dogs have lived in. Oh, I sometimes can't watch her stories cause it, I start to cry. <laughs> I know. I think she's from, I think her organization is based out of San Diego. I think so. Too. I want to say that it might be. Yeah. And I think she has like six dogs now. I'm like, um, yeah, that she would be me lot. too. <laughs> yeah. She has a lot of dogs. Yeah. And I, they're all so freaking cute. It's like, how do you stop at that point? You keep like, yeah, Oh, I would just have, <laughs> I would just like get a farm and just have, have all these dogs. Exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. So would you say like your biggest challenge so far has just been like trying to get over to Europe yeah, I think so far, I think just trying trying to figure out when the best time for me to come to visit him, um, just so that it's not like a super long stretch of me not being able to come home. 
Mm -hmm. Um, and then, so we did decide that November would be the best. And then now we just, everything keeps getting canceled for us. So that's definitely been a struggle. And I think just getting the right paperwork to prove that we're in a relationship. That's been, that's been a struggle too. Mm -hmm. Cause we don't have proof. We've haven't been dating that long. So would your, like, would normally your family, your sister come out and visit you like in a typical (laughs) normal world? I think that like, it's kind of funny because we were planning on like, like, cause it was going to be kind of weird because she, during the summer, she spends her time in Sweden and then I would be spending my summers in Vegas. So we would like be missing each other. But, um, the plan was that I would just go and visit Ola like for three months at a time, come home for two and then go back to see him since, I mean, Vegas is home base. And we plan on it being home base for a while. Like, I mean, like we're going to retire when he retires, we'll live here. Um, it was always, I guess, just plant me coming to be here with my family, I think. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't, and then when they do go to, um, Stockholm, they, it's only two and a half hours from where we're going to be. So we were like, well, if we want to go visit them, like it would be pretty close. And now that the seasons are like different, I don't know how that's going to pan out. Cause NHL, we don't even know when that's going to start. So yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. It by ear right now. Yeah, because he, would your sister's boyfriend normally go back to Sweden right now? Like, could they get over also? And like, maybe you guys could all be there at the same time? Yeah, so they decided they're not going to Sweden this year just because, um, like, I don't even know if they don't want to deal with A, getting their dog over there, and then B, not even knowing if Emily can get over there either. So with like, since the, the ban, so I, they just decided not to do it this year. Um, so he's going to fly his family out once the ban gets lifted. Okay. So that he can see his parents. So this year they they just bought a home there last year. They haven't even seen it yet. <laughs> really? Wait, so they bought a home together? In uh, Stockholm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's all you need to get over. Just be like, look, here we have our paperwork and we're on here. Yeah. Well, he's, they've had it for a year now and they've never even seen it. Oh my gosh. So it's just sitting there. Last year, but they haven't lived in it. Yeah. It just needs to end so we can all just live our lives. (laughs) It's crazy. Oh man. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I feel like we just like totally just started talking about all this stuff and it just started flowing. I know, sorry. I'm, I'm a rambler I could just talk I for hours <laughs> I am too so it worked out <laughs> thank yeah. you I'm excited hopefully it all works out yeah it's definitely an adjustment but I'm here for you if you have questions or need advice and I know like our oh, Facebook so group sweet. is so great so yeah everybody's been like so kind and I mean I this podcast that you do is like so so like it's just amazing so like thank you for doing all this I'm sure it's hard work too like do you edit all your own stuff I do I'm not oh my god I'm not a professional by any means but I try I'm like there this was so needed I think and it's just it's important to feel like you're not going through stuff alone because our lifestyles are all so similar that like it's you know we just need to like lean on each other when times are hard because mad props to you for doing all this thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed that episode don't forget to subscribe rate and review see you next week